This is the Get A Life Podcast. X-Cult Conversations. Hello everybody, welcome to the Get A Life Podcast, X-Cult Conversations. I'm here this evening with Anne and Ross and Ross, and our special guest tonight is Rowan Scott. Good evening, Rowan. Living. Hi, Rowan. Living. <laughs> How are you today? Yeah, very well, very well. Good, good. So Rowan was um, going to tell a little bit of background behind an incident that happened about three years ago relating to the Brethren. Um, perhaps before we do that, Rowan, you could just give us a little bit of background about yourself and who you are and when you left. Yeah, sure. Happy to do that. So um, I was born in um, in the Brethren, obviously, in Cape Town in South Africa. Um, hmm. I was like fifth, fifth generation of Brethren, so like my great-great-grandfather was uh, joined it back in the 1800s sometime. Um, I think, like, I had a reasonably happy childhood, I think, like a pretty normal. Um, around the Time, like junior school time, I was like everything was public school back then, like the state run mm. school. Um, around about that time, there's quite a bit of like turmoil or unrest amongst the younger brethren in Cape Town. We were sort of a bit, a bit isolated because mm. it was like post Aberdeen and post the the um, Port Elizabeth Noakes group split, and so so. Mr. Symington, like, like he would never come out to South Africa during that time, and we, like, we never had three-day meetings and that sort of stuff. And there's, there's quite a bit of uh, sort of rebellion amongst the younger people, and I sort of followed along. I was just a little kid, I thought, so I followed along with what, what was going. Um, yeah, so I, so I got my first taste of rebellion then, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> And and just to clarify, rebellion doesn't really involve anything that severe. I imagine it was no, no, no. cinemas, the, the normal things that kids might want to oh, do. Oh well, I was I was too young for I was too young for pubs or cinemas. Never did anything okay. that bad. Okay. <laughs> so not even that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did smoke. I did smoke once though because there were there were some. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I, I think Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I am because um, uh, there were some other young brethren that smoked. Yes. I thought, oh, that's a cool. That's obviously the cool thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the shop and bought a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> but got caught pretty soon, and that was the last I ever smoked. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, otherwise, like I'm happy with my childhood. Like, there was nothing mm. wrong there. Um, high school. I was sort of when I started getting like serious about. Brethren and stuff like it was you know, a good boy then and believing everything took everything seriously mm. read your white books um, and <laughs> yeah yeah read the white books used to go over the open air preaching <laughs> <laughs> very committed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and then well, times like like when it was raining mm. and i'd go off to the open air preaching by myself like no one else would turn up and i'd like to say open air <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, we we laugh now, but it was all quite serious, wasn't it? Oh, it was, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, then after high school, we, well, we had the military service, so right. it's like two years of army. 
Mm. Um, yeah, so, so there again, of course, you know, towing the brethren line, keeping separate and all that kind of stuff. So even when you were well, in the military, like, you, you had to observe the no eating and... Oh, no, you couldn't. Like, you like you got yeah. to go into the mess. But you sort of, you sit there and you eat while like, well, everyone else is. <laughs> yeah, yeah so you're very surreptitious about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, but you don't, like, you sort of, you feel like uh, like there's people around you, but you feel very much alone. Mm. Um, but still, bad of the experience, I think I learned a lot. Mm. Yeah. Um, then, then after the military service, it was sort of the customary thing. If you if you got through military service and didn't get withdrawn from during that period, then you got to go overseas after that. Like you got sent to three day meetings overseas. Um, so I got sent off to Vancouver. Mm. Um, but that and that was also uh, the time of sanctions in South Africa. It was, it was still the apartheid area then. Yeah. Era. Um. So because the meetings were in Vancouver and Canada, and Canada didn't have an embassy in South Africa, we had to, we had to go to America first and then apply for a Canadian visa wow. in the United States. Yeah. So um, that so, resulted in me having to spend like um, four or five days in New York before going to Canada. So that was a bit different. Like you got to stay one place and learn one thing rather than flying all over the place like you normally do. Mm. And, and was the stay in New York almost like a break or were you still expected to go to Brethren meetings there and... Um... Oh, oh no! Still, still have to go to meetings and that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So still, yeah, yeah. 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 But it, it was quite nice, like because it wasn't an organised meeting in New York. It was mm. just you're just staying there to get your visa. So it, it was nice because um, I stayed with this brother that the painting uh, one of the Markhams, mm -hmm. and I actually went to work. Work. I just went to work with him. Mm -hmm. So I spent like I couldn't get paid because I didn't have a work visa. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, spent a few days working. But you know. Um but, but then the other the like part of the reason for going overseas is the um like there weren't that many people in South Africa to marry. Like it was a smaller mm. community, like who so there was a marriage problem. And, and, would have been in Cape Town about, at that time. Was it quite a small meeting? Two hundred and fifty. Okay. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Um but but with the with the relationships and everything, it was pretty hard to mm. to actually get married. So yeah. So like part of the expectation going overseas is you might find a wife as well. And then what and did that happen? But, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I was dead against that because it just seemed like how on earth can um just see somebody and marry them <laughs> like yeah. ask them to get married. How you you're never gonna know them until you get married. Yeah. Um yeah, so I was dead I was dead set against that. There was no no way so I was gonna do that. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. yeah, did that, came back, um then then after that, there's still like that pressure all the time because 
to get married. Like um, Mr. Symington had said that 18 to 20 was the age. Yeah. I remember because it was the similar era I was still in the brethren yeah. and yeah. sort of early 80s a lot of girls were getting married at 16 or so weren't they Anne um you yeah, know ridiculously yeah, yeah. young and like you Rowan that was my big fear marrying at 16 17 to somebody I just didn't know yeah. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I just I decided like even because we, we didn't even have that much uh contact with Johannesburg mm. Uh, so, so like like Cape Town was like really pretty isolated. We very seldom interchanged to other places in South Africa. Mm. Um, although, mind you, like while I was in army, I did get to see because that was in Pretoria. So yeah. I did get to see part of it. So, so there weren't at the, the time in the eighties. I mean, I had had relatives in South Africa, and there there weren't that many meetings. Were there Joburg, Pretoria, Cape Town, and was there one at Durban as well? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Durban there was uh, Durban and Peter Marinsburg. Yes, Peter Marinsburg. Yeah, and there was um, Port Elizabeth and Somerset East. Well, Somerset yeah. East was like one family at that time. Um, they interchanged, and then. Cape Town and Somerset West, which was basically the same place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're all quite spread but out, yeah, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they're very, very spread out. Yeah. Yeah, so um, anyway, you were in the yeah, States. Anyway. Sorry, I digressed. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Yeah, so I came back from the States and then back, like, back at home in Cape Town and it was just like that much pressure all the time to get, you know, when you're getting married, are you getting mm. married? Blah, blah, blah. Like some of it's just joking. Mostly it's probably just joking, but it's still pressure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, so bought a house. Oh, you had to buy a house first and then buy a house. I bought the cheapest house, the only house I could afford, which was the cheapest house I could buy. Um, yeah, got married, had kids quick and... Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was the ideal marriage, but we had a, it wasn't a completely unhappy marriage. We had good times. Mm. And then, uh, um, well, Mr. Hales was then, John Hales was then the leader by that stage. Oh, yeah, that's right. So so when when we were getting married, like before we got married, mm. you know, my ex-wife, like I assumed that I would have to phone Mr. Hales. I thought that was the norm, and so did other, like some other people did. And I rang up the guy who was the leader in Cape Town at the time, um, Harold Sellers, now deceased, um, and asked him for the phone number for Mr. Hales, and he gave it to me. And then he rang me up. He rang me back like two minutes later, and he said, "Oh, you weren't thinking of calling him, were you?" And I said. Yeah, that's what I asked. Of course, I had to, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then uh, he said, I'll, "I'll ring Mr. Painter first. But remember John Painter from Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had no problems ringing him because I'd I'd stayed with John Painter sometimes while I was in army. Um, it was good. Like, we, like when we were in army, sometimes you like get a weekend off or something like that. Mm. And then, so I, I stayed at his house a few times. Anyway, so I rang, I rang up John Painter, and uh, he said, like, if there's some special reason to ring Mr. Hales, you can't do. But otherwise, 
don't, because what can he say? Like, he doesn't know you from a RSA. Mm. <laughs> um, so I thought, okay, well, fair point. Like, <laughs> I, was only do, I was only doing it because I thought that was the expectation. So, yeah, so, so I never did ring Mr. Hales. And then, and then that was, like, controversial because, like, some other president would say, oh, did you ring Mr. Hales? No. John Payne said not to. Because oh. <laughs> remembering what I remember of that year, it was just before Mr. Hales took over, everybody had to phone. I mean, I think now probably the yeah. email, or but they had to phone, didn't they, the, the Mr. Simonton yeah. and then Mr. Hales. Isn't that right, Anne, yeah. to sort of get the, the blessing yeah, well, on your marriage? It's... it's yeah, so when when we were getting married, uh, Symington was actually so ill that he wasn't taking any calls, and right. it was um, Chester Symington, right? That 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 Martin yeah. actually spoke to. Yeah, mm. but I think there was a time, um, like you say, with John Hales, where yeah, he was almost too high up to even bother him about that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. I think there was a, there yeah, was a but, time yeah. when more local leads sort of made decisions, didn't they? Yeah. I got the impression from John Payne to, uh, that Mr. Hales had asked him not to like promote people calling him. Like, like I can imagine like if you if you were in that position of John Hales, like people ringing up, can we get married? Like, what the hell do you say? Like, <laughs> yeah. You got you got to act like a man of God then. <laughs> Give them advice, like you don't even know them. Yeah, I do. Um, I do remember. Um, I do remember my brother-in-law, um, Carl Humphreys, phoning up um, John Hales, and he had like these certain questions that he would ask. I'm trying to think what year that was. It must have been round about uh, 1990 or something like that, mm. and. Um, um, I just remember he said, "Are you one of these cradle snatchers?" Which <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. his, his question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rowan. Sorry. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very good. Oh, so where were we? So, so yes, you'd married. You married, and you had children. Yeah, and things yeah, were got, reasonably yeah, happy for. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then. Um, so, so then John Hales came a few times to South Africa to take meetings. Mm. It was like we were back, like after Mr. Simonton had passed, John Hales didn't mind coming to South Africa. Mm. And um, like he, he had quite a bit to say about politics. He was quite into governments and politics and whatnot. Mm. Mm. And um, so, of course, he had plenty to say about the South African political situation. I think at that time, it, like it was just the end, the end stage of apartheid. We were about to have general elections for everybody. Mm. So that'd be round about. And uh, he, he was mid nineties. Would it be by now? Yeah, yeah mid nineties. Yeah. And he, he, like, like he said a lot of things. I can't even remember all the things he said. He was saying, "Oh, happiest, best days for Africa are ahead." And mm. uh, but, but like the general drift of what he was saying kind of I felt like I had to change my opinion like I had I had um, thoughts and concerns or like you know what worried what, what might happen mm. and I thought oh well he obviously thinks completely different about 
about it than me. And I thought, well, you know, he must be all right, obviously. Mm. Um, so I like adjusted my views completely to to match his. Mm. And then march on a few years, we got um, we heard that um, John Hales had said it was time for the brethren to make an orderly exit out of South Africa. So what triggered that? that? So, uh, so Ray Hatting, my uncle Ray Hatting, uh, yeah. um, he got shot dead, um, just wrong place, wrong time. It wasn't the targeted attack. No. But like there was a lot of unrest at that time. Yeah. They were flying all over the place. And like a, a lot of a lot of Britain, and not just Britain, anybody who could was thinking of getting out of South Africa. It was super dangerous. Mm. Um, my, my oldest kids were in early primary school. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the kindergarten teacher, like, take, put a handbag on the table, take out oh, the pistol. You know, but, yeah, <laughs> that was normal practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, normal practice. Yeah. I'm going to take them out on school, and there's a you know, another parent in a, a mm. t-shirt, singlet, you know, like a sleeveless thing, and you can see he's got a pistol strapped on his mm. under his arm, and that. Mm. Oh, they were just bullets flying everywhere. Yeah, and, and yeah, so a lot of people were thinking of wanting to get out of South Africa, but we never believed like Bresman would do it. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Then somebody spoke to John Hales about it. I won't mention his name. Mm. And that, yeah, and then that triggered Mr. Hales saying, I was time for everyone to get out. Mm. And within a year, all the brethren were out. I mean, that's amazing. It's quite staggering, really, isn't it? What, what, I mean, is it yeah. something like they've talked about this has happened in Australia recently? I don't know too much about it, where um, Bruce Hales has sort of ordered a whole families to move out of that's it's only out of a town. But how, what oh, yeah, numbers yeah. of brethren were we talking about in South Africa at that time? Well, just over a thousand, about a thousand, yeah, 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 because I, I, I remember that, um, as an because as I say, I had relatives in South Africa who are actually out of fellowship but the parents of my uncle were in fellowship at the time and they were quite upset because his parents were elderly and I mean I know South Africa had its political issues but they were elderly and had lived there all their lives and it was such an upheaval for them mm. they actually came to the UK but I, you you went to various different countries the brethren didn't they at that point yeah 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 quite a few to the UK and I nearly moved to Brighton right well <laughs> yeah. you um were you appointed? Were you appointed where to go? I can't remember yeah. how it worked. Or um, no, you get like job offers. So, so first, probably first of all, I should say that um, a thing went round where you had to declare that you that you wanted to move out, so I couldn't come back on Mister Hales. So oh. effectively, it was your choice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and everyone. What- yeah. <laughs> what what would have happened if you had refused? I don't know. <laughs> I, think there was guess. I think we can all guess. I think we can all guess what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, would, I would hazard a guess there probably were some that refused, but yeah. everyone yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some uh, sad stories actually. <laughs> yeah. well, my, my family split up as well. Some like moved to Australia, some moved to the UK. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> it was massive at the time. It was a huge thing, wasn't oh, it, for it was you? Really good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I, I think it was pretty huge for the places where we went as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And and this yeah. was done at the time purely because John Hales deemed South Africa not a safe place to live, which whether we agree with that or not, but it was done on it, it. So in other words, it wasn't each individual's decision directly to say, I don't want to live in this country. I'm going to move out. It was kind of a directive that mm. came from him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, effectively. Effectively. Yeah. Um, yeah. But very, very careful. They were very careful. To, of course. Very nice. So where did you and your family go then? So we, we moved to Tamworth. Um, mm. In, in Australia. Right. Um, so my brother was, my, my oldest brother moved to Armidale, which is the interchange with Tamworth. Mm. And then we all like, got job offers. Like we, the, my, the whole of my father's family I wanted to move to kind of the same place. Yeah, so my wife's family got split up because they went to, the, to Stafford in the UK. Right. Okay. Mm. That, that must have been pretty hard for her then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Because um, she was also from Cape Town, and so like, so we were like all Cape Town. Her, her, mm. her parents, my parents, everyone was oh, Cape okay, Town. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that was very hard. Yeah, so so we moved to Tamworth. Um, that, yeah, so that was quite an upheaval. Um, I probably have to remind myself with the next one. <laughs> so we're going from... It's a blur now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that was that was nineteen ninety nine. We moved. Okay. Yeah. So just on the turn of the century, nearly. Mm. Um, yeah. We had to adjust to country living there. Like, come from a city. Tamworth is very much a country place. Mm. All right. Mm. Um. That all went well, and then there was, there was not too long. I don't know, I don't know when the the um, September eleven attacks were in America. Two thousand and one. Only a few. Yeah, yeah a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a couple um, of years after, yeah. Yeah, and and then and then following after that, the the, the war in Iraq. Mm. Um, now that disturbed me a lot. That war in Iraq is like it seemed obviously mm. wrong but, but there was a lot of talk at least where I, around where I was it marks the brethren like you know saying what a great thing you know, America must just go in and wipe them all out and uh, what they need is a big atomic bomb on the, bomb on the whole area wow wow I, I found that like really disturbing and that's when I started really thinking like hang on this this doesn't sound right. Mm. Um, and then, and, and I started questioning, you know, what actually is right. What, like, and and how and how come, how come if it's if it's right for me to believe what I've been taught from my parents and my church, how come we're bombing? It's, it's fine to just bomb kids. Yeah, without believing what. Now, what their parents taught them and their church teaches them, what's the mm -hmm. what's the difference? <laughs> Where is this, and then why is it different to mine? Um, 
And I, I think that maybe that questioning is what actually opened the door for me to question more things. Mm. And and then somewhere around that time, I heard that John Hales had said things didn't work out in South Africa like he expected to. Oh. And that that tipped me. That really tipped me because I said, well, well, they worked out pretty much like I expected. Mm. There was no surprises in South Africa situation for me. And did he elaborate at all on what he thought was going to happen or not? No. So I only heard that that's what he had said. Okay. Of course. Um, which I presume is true. And when well, I presume it's true anyway, because he was so positive about everything's going to be hunky-dory in South Africa Mm. In, in the 1990s. Mm. I think I think um, there was quite a lot of from what I remember at that time, um, a lot of the one South Africans that had moved, it did cause a ripple effect, you know, with the, mm. uh, things started to happen and, and people a lot of the South Africans got quite disgruntled with their lives and I know there was things happened. Yeah. After after moving, yeah, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. Which is not. I don't know if that was what he referred to, or whether he was trying to, yeah, no, it was, in it, some it, way. It, it it was no, it was in the. I don't know why he would have. Mm. I gather it was just like a comment in passing, or not not an official in the meeting comment. No, no, no. But one no. of those comments that gets passed round with um, yeah, yeah. sort of yeah. Our, our beloved brother said that that's very common, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. But but the upshot of it was for me was like, why why must I change my opinion to somebody else's when they can be wrong? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'd rather I'd rather have my own opinion than make my own mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't mind being wrong. No problem with that at all. But yeah, why must I believe what someone else believes? Yeah, and they and they're wrong. Yeah. So that that opened it like from there on. It was just a gradual process of yeah, and of working back together. Pause on that thought process for a moment um, because I empathise with that. I, I've always said the day you ask one question in the brethren about mm. how come, you do yeah. one of two things: you either block that question out and live with the cognitive yeah. dissonance that that creates, mm. or you ask more questions. And actually, if yeah. you ask more questions you're kind of on the road to either being very unhappy or leaving anyway because yeah. it, it sort yeah. of opens the floodgates of questions. Is that how it felt? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But it was quite liberating. So like, like once you start asking and allowing yourself to actually question them, yeah. Yeah. And like, like the truth can handle questions. <laughs> yeah, and, and if anyone in is listening, I would say keep asking questions, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, don't be scared to ask questions. Yeah, God, be... yeah. God won't punish you. No, no. Question the hell out of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A quote, wasn't there, by some one of the big weeks? Um, I don't think it was a Hales, but do you remember this quote being said that someone, I think it was someone like, um, 
your sound's breaking up a little bit, Ross. Was it was there a Jackson or someone that moved to the Hague? Um oh, Clarkson. Mm. Oh sorry, can you not hear me? Yeah. It's coming and going a bit, but you're all right at the moment. <laughs> A bit delayed. <laughs> we all want to know what this quote was. Um, yeah, I, I remember. I know. I know who you're talking about, Ralph. Um, Clarkson. Do you remember Alan? It was Alan Clarkson. It was uh, Alan Clarkson, Clarkson, I think, and Mr. Clarkson yeah. or someone from. Yeah. He moved yeah. to the Hague from. He moved from Australia. Australia. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Just I'm move on. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to put the quote in the chat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Put it in the chat. <laughs> What's going on? Hmm. No. Yeah. Sorry. Move on. Don't it's okay, Ross. You can't help it. At least yeah. it's not my camera this I'm time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Rowan. So you you were in there starting to ask questions about why should you align your opinion with the Mr. Hales and then find out Mr. Yeah. Hales is wrong. And was that your slippery slope? <laughs> oh yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Um, yeah. And then, um, well, my, my life did get miserable. Like, what, what in the brethren? Like, mm. because, because like it just becomes more. The more you, the more you question. And allow yourself to think like the more you realize it's really up the creek yes um and like i went i went way back like i didn't really even believe in god in, anymore mm. or, or, or or barely i should say i'd mm. go like i was questioning mm. that too um and but, but what like what was really difficult for me was all the all the bullshit Talk, like talking the breaks and that kind of stuff mm. like it really great on me mm. um so like like i became obviously unhappy like like other brethren, brethren knew i wasn't happily in fellowship anymore yeah um like i didn't make i didn't take part in the meetings or anything like that yeah um, did, did you actually did you actually speak to anybody about the questions or was it just obvious that you were unhappy uh, so, I, like, I, I speak to my wife about it. Okay. And like, and she could sympathise in the beginning, but then like, she got cold feet. I think mm. later on. Um, so no, eventually, I couldn't speak to anyone about it. Like, like if you do, it just comes back at you from someone else. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so I just kind of kept it to myself. Um, but then you, you know they had this thing. Oh, they probably still do it. Like if you. If you're um, not happy inside there, they, like they try and find a job for you to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, we got something in the chat from Roger. Oh, do it. You've had it now. Yeah. Yeah. It, sorry. It was, yeah. No, no, no. I'll read yeah. it out. Um, I, I remember it, hearing this. Sorry. I remember. It, so, yeah. Don't believe what? everything you hear and only half of what you see. Was that right? Was that the quote, Ross? Something it, like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's very vague in my memory. Yeah. 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 I can't remember who from, but I did remember hearing that in the present. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, so 
so um, there, there was going to be some meetings in Tamworth, mm. and there were, there were two brothers that used to do the break allocation, and they asked me if I could help doing the break allocations for these three-day meetings or fellowship meetings, whatever they were. So, so maybe just for people who are not ex-brethren, we could explain what the break allocations are. It was basically when the brethren would meet up in between, wouldn't they? And you'd then have to, somebody would have to decide who was going to whose house. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so everybody had to like, sort of be accounted for. You, know. you had to decide who was coming. Yeah, you had to decide who was having the break and then who was going there. And it was quite a joke. Anyway, anyway, so so I said, okay, sure, I'll help. You, I'll help you do that. And then I went round to one of their houses one evening to see how they did it and what the system was and all that sort of thing. And then this guy just he said, okay, well, you know, you, you take all the stuff home. Mm. And I uh, said, oh, no, you've got it now. Like you're doing it on your own. Right. So I was like basically tricked into doing the break allocations. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh well, it worked. Back. I didn't mind doing that. I made my own little system for doing it because theirs was pretty shit. And then, <laughs> then they, so yeah, I made like a little system with cards mm. and whatnot. It worked pretty cool. But the, then, uh, this is before the days of computers. Um, but, but it was in the days of when I had those fun days. Remember the, uh, the fun days for raising money for the school? Mm. And the, all the, like, the, the nonsense that went on in those, like that also graded me, like just the hypocrisy of it, like the stuff that was supposed to be very worldly now was the thing to do all together in the group. Yeah. Um, and so those graded on me and during one fun day, I thought, oh, stuff this. Um, I just I left the fun day. I went off in the car and I bought myself a laptop. Mm-hmm. And I started doing the breaks on a, on a laptop. I worked out <laughs> another system to do it there. And, and this would have been <laughs> at a time when computers were not used at all, would it? When Because when the brethren sort yes. of yeah, before, were yeah, very so the, anti-computers the and technology, weren't they, initially? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... There might have been like talk of there maybe going to be, mm. uh, but yeah, no, no one had a computer yet. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe fax machines that like just come in or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> word axes. We had word axes, didn't we, for a while? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So the so the word X was the first computer that the brethren brought out. Yeah, and um, um. And like, so I happened to get like one of the first word X's that came out. Mm, okay. Because it was no, like it was known that I was using a computer for doing breaks. But. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so so know, accept- know, that made it acceptable, did it? Because you were using it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the rationale was. For <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You obviously <laughs> set the trend wrong because um, in later years they were using computers to do all the allocation anyway. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, like, like when the when the word X's came out, mm. my break program got uh, quite a few people asked me, "Oh, I can use it for our breaks." And, uh, it's kind of designed just for us, but you, yeah, you can give it a go. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's red pipe. 
So I, I, what um, I'm thinking is that they're asking you to do the break allocations. Do you think that was at the time you, you mentioned you felt tricked into doing that? That's how you felt. Do you think that yeah. was part of the plan? They could see a certain distancing and it was a way of perhaps trying to include oh, yeah. you, draw you back in. Yeah, I, yeah I probably was. Like, like yeah. um, I had that very, like, you know, if, if someone's... Um, not happy you just like send them on an encouragement trip overseas yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah this was the uh, equivalent of encouragement to to important. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but but probably another reason was i think these two brothers were sick of doing it yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah yeah so yeah um, so you got that drink. and they and they did really poorly too like, yeah <laughs> everyone's complaining about, about the allocation um yeah, yeah, so yeah, so that's how that's how I got into computers. Like, like I sort of have a bit of a. I've always been interested in computing. Mm. Like when I was in, when I was in high school, like it was just the like the early days of the Apple II and that sort of original home computer thing. And and we had a computer club at our school, which was only two members, which were both friends of mine. Mm. I used to go and watch them doing their programming. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I've always I've always liked electronics and computers. Um, yeah, so that was great. And then I could get I get my own computer, and like amazingly, no one took issue with it. But, no, we're quite happy uh, with it. Yeah, there's, there's some complaints. But, <laughs> yeah, and I think some people assumed that um, it must like because I was doing breaks on it that it must be a legit Brethren computer. Mm. Mm. How funny. That's that is quite funny actually, yeah. Yeah, sort of turned the blind eye. So so what was the catalyst then to you finally leaving? Um or was it just oh, a gradual I, thing? It was just a, it was just a gradual a yeah. gradual slope. Like I became I became more and more unhappy mm. as time went on, like because it felt like no way out. Um I was gonna like I was gonna do myself in at one stage. I thought no, this was mm. the only way out. Like like when you, when I got to that stage where, like my kids were teenagers, they were mm-hmm. you know, in there. Yeah, my wife was my ex-wife, I should say, was now. Mm. Like, there's no way she was going to come out. Like, like I, I had, I wanted to get the whole family out of the prison, but felt like no way to do that. Mm. Um, I was going to do myself in. I thought then, like, I did some research first. Mm. Mm. And, and like. Like ten thousand people a year in Australia commit suicide. Mm. I thought, oh, well, that doesn't prove anything, does it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like to me, it would be like a statement of how unhappy I am, plus an escape. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, well, no, well, that's definitely not an option because mm. it, you know, proves nothing, and and it doesn't help future generations either. Like, mm. like someone committing suicide, their kids are more likely statistically to commit suicide too so yeah but once again we hear the same tale of somebody yeah. unhappy and seriously considered taking their own life i mean yeah. thankfully you and, many, and, and yeah and, and also there's a there's a like suicides inside the brethren are covered up like they aren't yeah oh absolutely yeah, but, yeah I, think, I, I don't know about you rowan but i think you almost have to get to that point well, that's a turning point. It's a turning, it point, was a for turning me, so. point for me. It was for me too. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So when you choose life, you know, it can't be a life in there. Yeah. 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 That's right. So, so at that point, I was like, okay, well, that's not an option. Like anything is better than that. And getting out anyhow is better than that. Mm. And then that was like just total relief. Like it doesn't matter now. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, um yeah so like the, the family relationship was up to shit like that was rubbish I, I, and i got into um like i started making plans like now how how do i get out what's gonna do i was gonna i was gonna join the navy at one stage or what not mm. i thought of joining the navy at one stage because the Breton was still like pro-military mm. so i thought like this, this at least will be yeah less, less of a shame for the family like oh like bit of a hero thing to do yeah <laughs> but um no, it didn't do that um um then i got um i did i did got into online dating site which i'm like, so not proud of i was still married but i did and uh, <laughs> it's a perfectly like, normal well, thing to do when you're unhappy rowan <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, I was just I was just kind of thinking, oh, this is a bit of the pitch too. Like, it's not much success here. Yeah. And then I ha- happened to come a- meet somebody who I started, like got on really well with ch- chatting, and that was an absolute help because mm-hmm. I could just tell her. I told her just plainly like what my situation was, and um, they weren't nearby. Like it was only like a long distance mm-hmm. relationship thing, and. Which had and that, and that was a huge help. Like I just felt so much better because you could you could just tell somebody mm. what was going on on a day to day basis, and it doesn't come back at you or no one's judging you. Or... Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. I think a lot of people I know that have left, particularly if they've been married, it has been not. I'm not saying having an affair necessarily, but it's literally they find someone to talk to, and that person yeah. they can talk to, and they suddenly realise they're not being judged. Mm. They're yeah. not being told yeah. you've got to think yeah. like this yeah. and you've got to get yeah. right. And that's yeah. a revelation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then that was that was the beginning of the end. I think that only went yeah. on to about like six months. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't exactly cover it up very well. Yeah. So you almost allowed sure. yourself to get found out that you were talking to somebody else. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, well, not like deliberately, but no, 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 uh, yeah, no. Didn't worry about being too, too discreet about it. Yeah. Um, and like, I hadn't been going to meetings for over a year, including the supper. Like, I'd only go okay. to, I'd only go to the Sunday reading because mm. so so that I could be with the family during the break. Mm. Mm. And were you still um, living yeah. with the family at that point? I mean, for that yeah, year, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. 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 So when it when it came to the crunch, like my wife decided to leave me. Right. Okay. And and, and the family went with her. So I I didn't leave the house. Okay. They left the house. Mm. And as soon as they left the house, then I got confined. Mm. And that was it. And that was it. Right. I got I got some like priestly visits after that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed them. They were fun. <laughs> 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 Priestly visit, fun. <laughs> yeah. But, 
But I suppose if you're approaching them from the point of view, you're fairly comfortable in your own mind with the decision you've made. Yeah. You have a different approach, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It depends on your own vulnerability in your state of mind at the time, doesn't it? Mm. And we're all different there, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. I loved the priestly visit because it was, for me, it, was, it would give me an opportunity to challenge them. Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah. they, they yeah. didn't know what to say because I'd yeah. already made my decision. It didn't matter what they said to me. Mm. Mm. So I could ask them questions, and so often they didn't have answers. No, yeah, and, exactly. you know, and then I would go, "Well, that's exactly why I'm where I am because mm. you don't have answers." Mm. I mean, my, my last priestly visit, the way I coped with it was um, I was sort of like just listening politely to them saying, yes, 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 yes. And then I just turned around and said, basically, I don't believe in a word you've been saying. And I don't believe this. And I don't believe that. You know, I'm not interested, basically. Um, yeah. You know, there's the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah. I, think there's a, I think there's a big difference in um, people who want to leave and choose to leave like us. Oh, than yeah. people that are thrown yeah. out unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, and, and those are really harrowing times for those people, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. If, you, if you choose to leave, you've got, you've got the upper hand, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and, like, I was 45. Like, I, I knew. Mm. And I've been thinking about it for 10 years nearly already. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, you someone like a like a like a eighteen year old girl and two adult men coming grilling her like someone. Oh. Like, well, it's, it's that is just like so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a situation like that, where a young girl wanting to leave doesn't have any oh. representation, any support, it's yeah. fundamentally wrong, isn't it? it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, not even to have parents in with her or or anybody yeah. is or yeah. is fundamentally wrong. Yeah. yeah. And so you left about yeah. 10 years ago then, Rowan? Is that at 10, 12? Uh, 2011, so... Okay. 12 years. 12 years yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 12 years. Yeah, and so, presumably... Yeah, so they left the house. Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, so, so they left the house. I was left... Like, we had five kids, so it was originally a big house. Mm. Um, one thing, like, I made lots of plans when I... On, like, on coping mechanisms on... When, when the crunch came, like I knew it would come. Um, like what? Like one was not st stop drinking. Mm -hmm. Like I used to drink quite a bit while it's still in the room. Like mm -hmm. that was part of my self medication. Like, consciously, like a mm -hmm. um, so plans stop drinking, um, and and that's it. Like I started my own little business, so I had something to do. Like it wasn't profitable in the beginning, but. And something to do at least once I was kicked out because I lost my job, everything all in one week. Mm. Um, one thing I didn't think of was friends, mm. which yeah. is uh, it's probably a good thing I didn't think of it because I don't I, like I'd never made friends easily, like you know, in school or you know, talked about another to keep separate and, mm. and mm. didn't really make friends. Um, but that, that surprisingly was never a problem. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so as I when I was leaving my job, like I got a few days to pack up and go, I went to the accountant at work, who was not a non-Britain accountant, and told him what was happening, and asked him to you know just keep an eye on what my boss was. Yeah. Uh, 
So he said, yeah, he'll look out, he'll, he'll look out for me. And then he messaged me straight away. Like we became friends straight after and mm-hmm. I went around to his place for dinner and that sort of thing. Or, and even like, um, I went to an estate agent to like get a, to get a valuation on the house and the, you know, to prepare, prepare for the inevitable, um, separation, legal separation and divorce. Stuff. Um, and he came around to see the house and I said, Oh, you know, what's the guy? Yeah, single guy, big house. Mm. I just told him. anybody, anybody that asked, I just told them the whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came around the next day with a whole pack of movies for me to watch. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bit, a bit of catching up to do. Yeah. Uh, so, so my, my first movie was Forrest Gump. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, fantastic. You know when you're in the bread and then you go past, you see the cinema and it's got like yeah. a movie name. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know what it's about. Yeah. And I have to see the forest gump and wondering what a forest what gump is animal. <laughs> yeah, it's quite uh, funny how the, 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 those things don't, don't mean anything, do they? The, those those titles, you don't know what yeah. they're for. What, no. what is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I watched the movie, and like like we'd been taught. Like I remember um, John Painter saying in the meeting that it's like talking about movies. Oh, acting out some people acting out some for other people to enjoy. Da, da, da. <laughs> That's a movie, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's Forrest Gump? And I thought, oh my goodness, like this has got way more moral value than any preaching I've heard inside the brain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so so making friends was just not a problem. Like yeah. And presumably, like a lot of people in your situation, you didn't particularly see or hear from your kids or your ex-wife again. No, so, no. so my uh, my youngest, well, not Washington, no, a little bit, but my youngest was seven. That was like really the hardest. All, all oh, the others, yeah, were teenage yeah. or grown up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was like the real. Well, and she came, she came to visit a few times, mm. but then that just stopped altogether. Yeah, as it does. Um, and then I used to get letters, like I used to get a. So a letter from my ex-wife with the school report and maybe a photo or two. Mm. But yeah, minimal. I, I, I found that like slap in the face, really. Like he has the yeah. school, he has the yeah. obligatory school report. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's almost it must have felt like it was done because she felt she had to. There's no Yeah, yeah, it's more like a duty. It, is there? No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can say no feeling, but a kind of a, a strange feeling, but yeah, you know how it is when you're in the breath and you think you're doing the yeah, right exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can all see both points of view, can't we? Because we've all been yeah. there. Yeah, I think I, I think that's one thing you know in in doing these podcasts is we've realised how hard it is for those inside. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Oh, well, right. I think. Yeah, well, well, like like I actually feel like more like survivor's guilt. Yeah, I, think, I feel like I'm yeah. up. Everything's yeah, gone yeah. great. Like it's sure it's been hard, like separating from family and that, but mm. but like my life's great. Like yeah. I've loved every yeah. minute. Yeah. And I, I think that's 
for me, that's one of the main motivations for doing what I do in trying to expose what's going on is that survivor's guilt, because it'd be very easy to turn your back and get on. But you feel you can't when members of our own families are in there yeah. and when people are unhappy yeah. in there, it's, it is, it's, um, which is why this has all come about, isn't it? Yeah. In many yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rowan, one thing we wanted to talk to you about was an incident that happened about three years ago, I believe, um, outside the Hales' house in Australia. And what I wanted to do, if it's okay, is share a um, newspaper article about it that contains a short video. So if you bear with me, I will share my screen. And it does sometimes take a minute or two to load. So this newspaper article um, came out. Just let me know if you can see it. Can you all see it there? It's well, not come yeah. up yet. But... It tells me it's still loading. Yeah. <laughs> That's this way. Was this when um, when Lance was in Australia? That this that that yeah. tour he did. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of the times he's come several times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So can you see it all now? Yeah, yeah. So the headline. You can see the headline, yeah. Yeah, so the, it's written by Michael Bachelard, who we know has done a lot of writing about the Brethren. And the headline says, Exclusive Brethren, Cult Leader's Millionaire Son Accused of Assault. And we won't read the whole article, but it's online for anyone that wants to. But it does contain... Sorry, let me scroll up a little yeah. bit to get that central on the screen. A video. Um, it's only a few seconds long. I was going to play the video. Then maybe, Rowan, you can explain what happened there. Bear with me. Yeah. Okay. It's taking a little while to load. <laughs> you look a bit ruffled there, Rowan. <laughs> Sorry, Rowan. <laughs> I've just had a notification my internet is unstable at the moment oh that's great <laughs> yes it worked earlier didn't it um Rowan perhaps what I'll do is I'll, I'll stop sharing then reshare but perhaps if you sort of explain the gist yeah. of what happened on that day and um when we can get yeah yeah, sure. yeah it's quite an interesting story isn't it yeah well I suppose it is <laughs> <laughs> It's got quite a few views. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't exactly dressed for going viral. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd known, you'd brushed your hair, um, would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, is that going? Okay, I'll just see if it'll go again. I'll just I'll just I'll just keep talking about it and we'll see if yeah, it's just there. just talk yeah. over it because yeah. it's so um yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so Lance Christie, um we'd had quite a bit of communication in the past, me and Lance. Um he stayed with me on my boat for a while. And anyway, he, he rang me up one day asking about if I could take a, a video for him outside. Bruce Hales's house, like it on the public footpath. Um, mm. 
I taken I'd I taken him to Bruce Hales' house before to deliver letters and stuff. Um, so I'd spent I'd it was a Saturday I believe. Um, I'd spent that day me and my partner Ellie was spent that day cleaning up the boat because we we're going to sell it. Um, in preparation to move to Thailand, we're now living in Thailand. Um, yeah, so like a super busy day for me, out all day, parting up the boat, packing stuff in the car and whatnot. And um, but it, it was it was Lance's like only opportunity to be, to go and do it, so I, I didn't want him to miss it. So I asked him to get himself to. I think it's Eastwood Station or Wright Station. There's a railway station near where Bruce Hales' house is. Mm. And then I would meet him there in the car. Um, so, yeah, he agreed to do that. And then um, I dropped it. This, this was quite late-ish in the evening, not just before dinner time. Mm. Uh, I dropped, dropped Ellie off at our apartment in Camperdown in Sydney. And then drove on to the station to, to pick up Lance. And then like when I got near the station, I, I pulled over and, and rang him or mess- messaged him or something to ask him if he was there yet. Yeah. And he said he, he said he had arrived. He was going into such and such a shop near the station. So I drove on, found that shop. Now, as I was going past the shop, I saw a car, like a, like a sort of minivan type, or Range Rover, whatever it was, like a, a typical Brethren car, <laughs> and a guy hopping out of the passenger seat and running to look in that very shop. And he, uh, like a, a, a guy, the guy also looked like Brethren. That's the way how you can <laughs> yeah. tell. Them. They're quite oh, recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, well, that's odd, but I, you know, I'm not one to jump to conclusions. So I didn't think too much of it. Mm. And then um, I was. So I went past that shop and pulled into the parking area so I could stop and find where Lance was. And I saw that this, so the guy had run and jumped back in his car and they'd done a U-turn and zoomed off the other direction. Um, so, so I rang up Lance and he said, oh, he's gone out of the shop and he's walking in the same direction the car has just driven off in. Like he told me the direction he's going, and I thought, oh well, that ex- <laughs> that's another oddity because like, he's walked that way. The car zoomed off that way. Right. So, so did it appear from that? Appear from that that the brethren were trying to tail Lance? Well, it certainly did. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because like, I, I know, like Lance has told me before about him being tailed. Yeah. And, um, both both in Sydney and in New Zealand too. Right. But um, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you think they would have had, well, they probably wouldn't have had any reason at that point to know his intentions to go and visit Mr. Hale, Bruce Hales's house, would they? No, no, except that we had, like, we had before. Okay, so it's the second time that, yeah. Or, or third. Or third, <laughs> right. or third oh, time. <laughs> okay. And, one, and these... one of the times we'd had an interaction with uh, the security guard. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like a, like a, we, we'd walked. We'd, I'll, I'll get to that later, actually. Okay, so so yeah. just to sort of clarify on that point, if I've understood this correctly, um, 
when Lance was in the Brethren, I knew he met Bruce Hales. So Bruce Hales would have known who he is, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, and they, they, they knew each other. But his yeah. intentions were to just go and talk to Bruce Hales, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so um, Lance, Lance's view was like a, the, the scriptural thing of, you know, if someone's yeah. offended, you go and talk you know, to them. Yeah, I, I'm sure Lance backed That's all he wants to do, communicate. <laughs> Um, yeah, me and Lance don't see eye to eye and everything. Um, no, no. But but yeah, I'm I'm very willing to help him, and it's like a very genuine. Absolutely. Kind yeah. I mean, the, the point of what yeah. I say that is because Lance's intentions at that point were no more than trying to go and talk to sort out no. something he perceived to no, be no. a problem. That 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 there was nothing oh, yeah. more sinister than so, that. No, no. So so what he was wanting to do was um, he had prepared a speech. Yeah. Like he was, was going to do a speech, and we we're going to just um video it in front of the just in on, in the footpath there's public footpath you can do it wherever yeah, you yeah, want yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so that was the intention mm. so so um i found lance we i got him to the car we got we got it and then i waited in the parking area i said okay just tell me like i wanted to know what we doing so i got him to recite the speech to me mm-hmm. And I thought that's actually very good. That was brilliant. Mm. Um, and it's so, okay. Let's do this. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. And so I drove him around. It's very, very close to the, the house where we wanted to go, the footpath where we wanted to go. Well, what I was going to say before was the security guard there had told us it wasn't Bruce Hales' house. So. Oh really. Oh, well, no. <laughs> in that case, <laughs> so it, was it was just a footpath, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Outside a house. Yeah. I was like, happy, like wondering, now is someone going to be there? Because like, if, if this really is Brevin snooping on him, mm. then, like, then they're going to know he's in the area. So sure enough, um, I, I parked just a little bit up the street and we walked to, towards... Where we're going to take the video, mm. and as as we walk him up there, I went to the other side of the street just so I get some photos first. I was using Lance's phone, mm. and then um, there was a guy walking down the footpath. I thought I'll just wait for him to pass before taking some more photos, and then Lance said, "Oh, that um, Rowan, come over here. This is Garrett." No, I wouldn't have known Gareth from Bar of Soap. No. I think I'm on, I think I've seen him once in the room. <laughs> yeah. And Gareth is um Bruce Hales' eldest son, is that correct? Oh, I don't know. I've got no idea. He's, he's, uh, his he's son, anyway. son. I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it might be. Do you know where he is I mean. in the family? He's the eldest. Yeah. He's the yeah. eldest. He's the eldest, yeah. 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 Um <laughs> uh, so I went I went over to them and then I forget the exact conversation, but it's kind of kind of like saying, "Oh, I can I come down the street here?" Because we were already like right outside Bruce Hales' house, or just the corner of the property. Mm. And um, yeah, they were also having like Lance was also having a chat with with Gareth, and I was oh, I, I'd I'd had enough. When when I get to the end of my short week, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and, and I said, "No, no, look here, I've agreed to come and take a video." 
I'm not agreed to go in for a conversation because I, I told Ellie, like, I'll, I'll be probably you know, an hour and a bit maybe. That's mm. uh, going to go. So, yeah, that's why I'm dressed like that. I've come straight off the boat, hadn't gone inside, or the stops are off, gone straight. Yeah, I'm not going to hold the camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your moment of fame oh. wasn't planned for. <laughs> yeah, I was dirty. I was sweet. <laughs> yeah. I was in, I was in sandals or something. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I said, look, I'm coming out to take a video. You do the video first, then you can go have your chat, <laughs> and you can catch a train home or something. <laughs> so, and I started, and I started the camera. Right. And I said, "Okay, we're rolling. <laughs> go there, do your video." And and um, yeah, so that's that's where the beginning of that video is. Can we see I've, if it will share now? I'll, I started going, and, and immediately Gareth has made a lunge at the camera. Okay, let's I hope we can get it to play. It's only a few seconds. It's still loading. When Gareth approached Lance, was he friendly? I don't know, because I, I was on the other side of the street. Right. So the first I knew was, was, was Lance telling me this is Gareth. Right. It, it was. I think it was like acting, acting friendly. Right, right. Yeah, like like not even like he didn't come out with sort of you know, system. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think that would happen. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, we went, as soon as the camera was rolling, then he made a lunge and grabbed me behind the neck. And that was what the, um, I apologise, it's just not loading. I will try again for yeah, the end. Okay. We will get it loading because um, it did earlier, but it's, uh, I keep getting uh, internet unstable notifications. Yeah. So carry on. He grabbed you, Rowan, did he? Yeah, so, yeah, so, so, so he grabbed me. This is really quite a blur because I haven't also asked. Mm. But he, he grabbed me behind the neck and he was like, he was trying to get the phone, which is intense. Mm. And I was telling so his, him not to. <laughs> His concern appeared to be he just wanted that video to stop. Yeah. Then he was trying to get the phone. Is that as you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but he, he didn't. He didn't say, "Please, can we stop the video?" No, he just no. grabbed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he did say. He did say, "Stop the video." I think. I think it's on the video. <laughs> yeah. 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 Turned off or something like that. But yeah, so so his one hand was on my neck. His other, I think his other hand must have been on my other arm. So that means both his hands were busy, mm. and I was holding the, the camera where he couldn't get it. Mm. Um, and then that was just like locked in that position, and we were talking. Like he was saying, "Stop the video." I was saying, "I can't." Like there's nothing I could do. Like what I could do this. Yeah. I couldn't even stop the video. Presumably, you didn't have a hand free to do so because if you're holding the phone in one hand and he's holding your other hand, was that correct? Then yeah. you didn't have yeah, a hand correct. free to stop the video. No, no, I don't, no. use your feet. You can't stop a video with one hand, but not while, not while you've been jostled and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then, um, I'm convinced there was a motor a motorcycle involved. Okay. There was a guy on a motorcycle. I could hear the like I couldn't really see much because my head was pushed down. Mm. Um, 
I'm, I'm sure there was a motorcycle involved, and I thought this guy was going to intervene, but then it, he disappeared. So I don't know. I don't really know what the girl was, but then I could see, like while my head was down, I could see another guy approaching. I thought it was just a passerby, and when he got closer, I said, "Please, can you help me?" And I, I think I'm, I think I might have been able to stop the video by that stage. Like I was, I was going to stop. Mm. I didn't want to get that. It's it very strong. You know, I think mm. it must work out or something. And mm. um, and then. I said the video, I think I said the video has stopped, which it had, because it was not on the camera. And then uh, he, he let me go. Okay. Just as another guy was approaching, and and then I backed off like I started walking away. Hmm. And then it turns out this other guy was just another one of the ah. pale sons. Oh. <laughs> was like, so it wasn't a and, Samar- good Samaritan passing no, by. not at all. <laughs> yeah. It, it was his cavalry. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was uh, he was just a young bloke. But, but he, he came sort of following me. Like, I walked off back down the street a bit, and he came following me, like, right up behind me, so he even bumped into me a bit. Right. Like, oh, he just turned around and faced me. I was like, yeah, you can go now. <laughs> was that, mm. bit, did that feel a bit intimidating? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine you're. I imagine you're very shaken up anyway at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. I was shaken up. Mm. Like I, I'm not used to altercations. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what happened next? <laughs> um, so I went back to the car and then I waited for land. So I well, I rang. I rang the police too. Um, they didn't arrive quickly. Um, mm. They didn't arrive at all, um, which didn't really matter. Like it wasn't. I'd, I'd say it like it's not a. I'd, I'd rang the triple O. That's like the emergency. Mm. Um, I said like it's not a. It's not an ongoing threat right now, so it wouldn't have been urgent. And then when Lance came back to the car, then we drove to the police station. And both made reports there. Mm. And. What was the outcome? Because as I, I'm just going back to the um, headline, but the, the headline sort of says, was this say he was challenged with assault or charged with assault? I can't remember what it said. And it's not, not charged. He wasn't charged. I think, I think it said accused. 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 Sorry, yeah. yeah, get my word incorrect. It does. You're right. Well, I, well I, I certainly accused him on the video. I think you can hear me saying this This is assault or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 We'll try and get that up again. Um well, I'm pretty sure it is a clear, pretty clear assault. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's physical. Um, it's phys- uh, I can't remember the actual. Um, there's the specific wording, isn't there? And physical contact that yeah. is not welcome is classed as um, assault. Yeah. Yeah, right? think, yeah. 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 Something like that. But I, I don't know what the legal, what the legal thing of it is. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we have a little bit more uploading the video this way. If we pause a second. Okay, that might be beginning to load. I don't know what you can see. We've been told that we've got a right boy. Don't do this. Put that down. Put that down. Put that, you tell him to put that down now. Stop, love. 
Put that down, punch on. Put that down, buddy. No, I won't. Just put that down. I'm not, but put that down. Put that down, buddy. Turn that phone off. I'll talk to you. Turn that phone off. Turn that phone off. Let me go. Turn that phone off. I cannot while you're holding me. What? You're not taking it. Let's be this. I'm, I'm all I'm all I'll talk to you, bro. Talk to you, but just tell me to turn his phone off. Turn it off now, um, Rowan. Turn it off, okay? We got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have, I probably should have sent you the, the original. That, that, that's original. okay. It's. Um, I think I thought actually listening through to that, I heard a motorbike in the background. I don't know if anyone else did. You could sort of oh, hear yeah. it. Yeah, I just very vaguely. Yeah. Now you've told the story, I was sort of listening a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um. He he sounds quite forceful, doesn't he, Gareth? As in, yeah. turn yeah. That, turn that phone off. It, it's. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you yeah, and Mark, no, so go on. Yeah, we went to the we went to the police station. That, um, it's it's um, yeah, not too, not too sure how much we should say about the, the interactions with the police, but they certainly knew about brethren. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah not in a good way. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Well, they took statements from both of us, um, and then. Um, went back. Went back sometime later to the police station. Oh, oh no, we got a call. They called us to come in. Well, Lance was, of course, was back in UK by then. Yes. But I went round there with um, with Craig Stewart. Sorry, won't mind me saying. Um, and and um, the police sergeant said that they were not going to charge him. So which sound uh, the way he said it, it's kind of sounded <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't his decision. Yes, there, there's there's an instant question as to why if you, if you yeah. wanted to press yeah. charges, but perhaps we better not yeah. delve into that one. <laughs> but we'll just leave that question hanging, shall we? <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So charges were never actually pressed for assault. No, not 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 criminal charges by the police. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did. Look, we we were going to. Well, Lance was going to press the um, like a, like a civil case. I think you call it. Yes, it's a civil case. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, COVID and whatnot. Yeah, and it's also the factor that if there's a criminal case, then the crown. Well, certainly in the UK, and I think it's the same in Australia. The crown yeah, would, would yeah, be that case. Would be so there's a cost implication if you elect to bring a civil case, you have to fund it yourself, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, there's that aspect to it as well, isn't there? Yeah. 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 I mean, I could. Uh, it's kind of a. It's a pity that someone can get away with that in Australia, but. Yeah. But, re but really, like, it's not a big deal for me. Like, about, yeah, I was late home for dinner, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it took longer than the hour you had promised. Yeah, it's more the principle of it, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the, the hypocrisy of it, because, you know, they yeah. preach all this 
wonderful yeah. Christian stuff, and that isn't yeah. Christian behaviour. No, yeah. it, no. It, it just shows the controlling. Um, the, yeah. It shows yeah. the control because mm-hmm. though he's so strong in the way he's talking to you, mm-hmm. as if he's got every right to tell you to to put it down yeah. and to stop videoing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no please in it, is there? No. No. And what also... You just... Sorry, old. Yeah. And what also comes... Seems to come across <laughs> in the demeanour in that video is it, it's a sort of... It's something that's been touched on an awful lot is the sort of rather arrogant bullying attitude that some of the brethren have mm. as well. You mm. know, I've told you to stop yeah. that, that phone. You will. Um, and... That it, it's quite overpowering, isn't it? The physical. I was just, I was just going to say, it's thuggish behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what what you wonder is, and of course, everything we say now is pure speculation because we don't know the motives for the actions that were taken. But you do wonder about the motives, um, and is that sort of thing a pattern of behaviour? Was it a one-off? I mean, this is speculation, but or, or mm. does it come mm. from that that arrogance that sometimes? I mean, I often say the brethren as a whole, and this is no um, judgment on personal people in the brethren. They kind of have a superiority complex because they've been told all their lives they're special. But when you're mm-hmm. at the top of the hierarchy of the brethren, is that arrogance and superiority complex superbly enhanced? Oh, I would think so. Well, I would think so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's probably enhanced. It's probably enhanced to the tune of they think they're untouchable. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's it's the system that it's like an ecosystem, as they call it, isn't it? Mm. Um, they're yeah. top of the food chain. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. they have they have the right to tell every other yeah. person below them exactly yeah. what they should or shouldn't be doing. Mm. And they believe that themselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And that's the scary part about it is that they, you know, they believe it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and the other bit I'm curious to ask, Rowan, and this may be a difficult question to answer because it seems as if your head was upside down at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what was Gareth's demeanour like? I mean, you know, was was he sort of... Was it friendly but wary demeanour? Was it aggressive? What was your impression? Again, we're not saying a casting any, but what, what was your impression oh, of his demeanour? Um, I wouldn't say it's friendly, or at least not like any friends I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't seem too friendly on that video, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> on that fifty seconds we did see, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Do you think that he? I mean, again, this is this is speculative. Do you think he would have had reason to feel threatened, or do you not think that that was well, okay? Um, not reasonable reasons, I don't no. think. Um, no, not well, not rational, not rational reasons. But I can, like I, like I do, like it is outside Bruce Hales's house. Mm. Um. But equally, to rationalise, I, I can understand them being defensive, but that's not how you do it. No, I no. That, absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking it was it. It's very. It was he was very territorial. Mm-hmm. It, his like demeanour that 
I've come out to get rid of this threat. Mm. Sort mm. Of, mm. This is my territory. How dare you? That sort of stance is, the, is the, what I was reading into it. But that again, that's only my opinion. Mm. Yeah. No, I think you're probably right, Was, But if you break, boil it down, what was actually happening was he was a guy, and I'm referring to Lance, wanting to talk to him or his father about, yeah. I would say a disagreement, but just about things relating to the brethren, relating to the church. Um, mm. And I think... And his own most, family. And his own family, absolutely. The family yeah, Lance and, can't and, see. And same, same with me. Like, these people control what my family do or, yes. do or don't do. Yeah. Like, he's just got to say a word and they'll be calling me like that. Yeah. And if you explained that to most anybody, any outsider who hadn't heard of the Brethren or didn't know about them, they would not think, unless Lance had gone in there with a gun or something, you know, obvious aggression, which we know he didn't. I mean, that's, yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah, um, they, they would think that's quite reasonable that he should try and talk to the person that's yeah. that's actually stopping him seeing his family yeah. and all of us seeing our families as it happens but yeah. in this case because it was lance that goes you would think that's quite a reasonable um yeah. thing to well, do well following john house advice john house was to say go to the top yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what you're doing and uh yeah we all know that you know the one word from the top would make our families contact us again if if that that yeah. word came from the top that it's okay to go and have a cup of tea with your dad or your mom or your son or your mother yeah. they they would do it at a shot wouldn't yeah. they so yeah, well, change his mind <laughs> yeah yeah they would so ultimately it does it, you know it's like this the, i know they call him the ceo but it's like the ceo of the company the responsibility does lie there doesn't it with stopping mm -hmm. this hurt and harm so mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but no a very interesting um encounter rowan very interesting um yeah. was was there anything else you wanted to sort of get across or um say regarding that or well, about things in general I was gonna, I was gonna, it did remind me of another amusing incident um so lance wanted to deliver on a previous occasion lance wanted to deliver a letter or or try and speak to the hells or something mm. um and I took I took him around there, um, and we, we, I, I can't remember exactly what happened. But we ra <coughs> excuse me, we rang the bell or something. Like there's a huge security fence all around, like a massive place. Um, might have rung the bell and no reply. And then I said, let's let's have a walk around the block because I I'd heard once while I was in the brethren about some secret tunnel under the back to get to us. <laughs> Has anyone else heard that story? Well, when the opposers <laughs> knock on the door. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't, I was, no, it was, it was at the time, like when the, the press used to go around there. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I don't really, I think at one stage we were like press sitting outside trying to get photos. Yes. And there was a story circulating in the present, which I don't really believe, but I don't know, maybe they said there was a tunnel under the back he could go to one of his son's houses or something like that. Okay. Oh, right. So we'll, we'll just walk around the block and see if there's any house, like, you know, does it ring through with any kind of manner or means? And I couldn't see any house that where that could be the case. And so, we, but we went, we went around and came back. 
And then there was still no sign of life there. But then I saw something peering up behind a pillar. Because they got like these pillars on the gates. Not mm. So I saw, I saw someone there. I was like, oh. And I went over and I said, oh, hello. <laughs> and it was a security guard. Right. And he didn't... He didn't say anything for a while. He looked, he was, looked like he was fumbling with something on his belt, maybe. And I, I thought afterwards he was probably turning on a recorder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spectating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like it seems funny that he was quiet and then all of a sudden he started to talk. But he, like, he was very quite nervous. And I said, oh, we're looking for um, Bruce Hales. It was Bruce Hales' house. Like, um, this is just words from memory. Probably went through word for word. Mm. Um, and uh, he said, no, never heard of him. So, oh, yeah, all right, you sure? This, this, this is Bruce Howell's house. Said, no, no, this is my brother's house, he said. Wow. <laughs> oh, your brother's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. And yeah. I, I, the security guard knew I wasn't at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think something about, oh, you know, just give a message to your brother about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. How funny. How funny. Yeah. It, it, you sure you didn't say, oh, brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, brother. Good one, Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because, um, you know, again, going back to the sort of bullying scene, the one thing they say you should do is actually call a bully out. And go yeah. and talk to them and say, why are you treating me like this? Mm. Um, and if you think about it in the playground tactics, that's what you try to help children to do if they're being bullied with support yeah. to actually say to the children, stop treating me yeah. like this and, and, and to build yeah. up their own, empower them and build up their own strength. Yeah. And I suppose essentially that's what Lance was trying to do. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And it takes courage to do that. I'm not sure I'd have the guts to do it, to oh, be honest. <laughs> but essentially, that's that. There, there's no harm intent. What he's trying to do is call that oh. bullying behaviour out, um, in order to see his wife and kids again. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, like, I think that's why they're so scared of him. So I think that's why. I think that's why they're so scared of him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and what's yeah. interesting is the the lengths that the Hales appear to go to to keep themselves hidden. You know, the security guards, the gates. It, mm. it, and they have all they have all the houses blocked out on Google Maps, don't they? Do they? Really? Yeah. Yes, I'd heard yeah. that, Ross. Yeah. Yeah. And yet the threat they've got. For anyone inside the brethren listening that thinks we're all opposed to Bruce Hales, the threat they've got is not physical at all we just want to see our families we just want to stop them yeah, hurting that exactly. that is the yeah. we'll say time and again the only thing um and there's no threat at all is there we just like to talk to them and say why are you doing this no no i mean there's, a, there's no threat to their lives like no. we were told no you no. know we used to be told about why bruce hales had to have his own bodyguard and that that isn't what we're wanting. No. There's nothing. It, no. No. No, there isn't. Um, it's, I imagine it's more the bodyguards are there to stop people brave enough to call him out talking to him, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> not, not, not as a protection for his life. 
No, I mean, in, in my, this is only my opinion, but I think it's also because he's so grandiose and thinks he's so great. That's why he has, you know, he has these bodyguards to make him look, well, untouchable, really. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it causes more fear amongst yeah. the members. Exactly. They, they say that one of the features of a cult is the perceived enemy without. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's like um, the Berlin Wall. It wasn't there to stop people going in. It's to stop people coming out. And it's mm -hmm. to build that perceived, we're all safe in here. We're all okay. Because out there, there's the big bad monster, which is exactly what the Brethren do, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But it's perceptions. It's so far from the reality. It's, yeah, it's so far from the truth, yeah. Yeah, so far. And, you you know, you talk, Rowan, about... Um, friends you know and I think that's another thing that we've noticed in these podcasts how kind people in the outside world have been to us those at least I know it, like remember it used to be a big um, thing that Brendan were proud of that you know we can go every, anywhere in the world and we stay with friends you know mm. or you have to stay where you're told yeah. More like yeah. Yeah. But, like, um, yeah. so I, I worked in China I worked in China for a couple of years since leaving the Brethren, and you can honestly, like, I know people there that have gone anywhere and just stayed with people they've just met. Like, yeah. you can do it absolutely. anywhere. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, they're not unique there. They're not unique at no. all. No, no, not at no. all. Um, and again, that's a message to get across to anyone inside. Everything that's in the Brethren, good and bad, is also out here. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. focus on the good. Focus on yeah. the good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But well, there's, there's so much, so yeah, much. Yeah. Sorry, there's so yeah. much unconditional love is is shown yes. to to those yeah. of us, you know, who find ourselves mm. sometimes in difficult situations after leaving. Yeah. And it's yeah. just yeah, the love of people. What's it to say about that? And you know, you're told in there, you know, everybody out here, if they give you something, they want something in return. But as you say. There's so many people, it's just so unconditional. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, Rowan, thank you so much for coming on, um, sharing your story and the insight into your incident of three years ago is quite fascinating. I'm sure it'll be <laughs> talked about again. Um, we will ask, we will put the link to the article in the Age newspaper in with this podcast when it's broadcast so if people want to read through what happened and then um hear Rowan's story behind it they can do so and watch the video again um yeah and I think the moral is next time you go around to the uh Hales's road dress up a bit first right <laughs> yeah, yeah. just remember who you're visiting <laughs> yeah you're visiting royalty so yeah don't come straight from the boat <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you very much everybody um i'll stop the recording now there's an order with this no 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 this is a group hug will you please leave us alone thank you thank you we've been told that we've got a right toy don't do this Put that, you're telling to put that down now. Stop, love. Put that down, sunshine. Put that down, buddy. No, I won't. Just put that down. I'm not, but put that down. Put that down, buddy.
Let me go. Turn that phone off. I cannot while you are holding me. What? You are not taking it. Let's be this. I'm all I'm Oh, I'll talk to you, bro. Talk to you, but just tell me to turn your phone off. Turn it off now, Rowan. Turn it off. To share your story or be a guest on the show, email info.getalife at proton.me.